All right, welcome. Another edition of It's Still Real to Me. Good to have you aboard here. It is a Sunday morning. We're doing the live stream. My pal Joey Levin is my partner, of course. Every weekend, it's still real to me. And Joey, I think that, I think the live stream, I think we have solved the problems now, okay? Unfortunately, the problems were on my end. We don't need to get into the whole technical aspect of it, but, you know, if you tuned in last week, we tried to do the live, we've done the live stream a few times. And we tried to do it again last week and just, it, it was buffering, it wasn't going well. And as, you know, you can see right now, everything is totally fine. So we're good to go. We've solved the issue. And I, I think this is a good way to do this show every weekend. And of course, whenever we do bonus episodes throughout the week. So Joey, good morning. How are you today? I'm great. And this is, this is exciting. Like the, the, it was a little bit of a rocky road to get here. Actually, not that rocky. It was only a couple episodes. So I, I feel like we're in a good spot with the live stream. So, of course, everything Zaslow Show 2.0, including It's Still Real to Me, is brought to us by Anna Jar and Levine. Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. If you're involved in any kind of an accident, hit, run, slip and fall, car, motorcycle, boating accident. First, you call 911. Then you get Anna Jar and Levine. Accident Attorneys on the phone. They treat you like family. You worry about your health. They get you the money you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. And of course, one of our sponsors as well on It's Still Real to Me, Matthew H. Mashler and Signature Real Estate Finder, BRCW, one of the founders of Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. They have birthday bash next weekend at Meisner Park. Almost sold out. There are just a few tickets remaining. So if you want to get on that, you get the discount, the promo code on Ticketmaster.com. Birthday bash next weekend. You got a bunch of big names, especially big names on the indie scene are going to be there next week. Use the promo code B-Day. There are very few tickets remaining. So if you want to get in on a great live action pro wrestling indie show next week, BRCW, Meisner Park, Ticketmaster.com. But of course, if you're looking for your dream home in any part of South Florida, look no further than your trusted real estate broker, Matthew H. Mashler. Great wrestling fan. And obviously, if you're looking to get that dream home, you want to go with your trusted real estate broker. Matthew's got over a decade experience specializing in luxury homes. He is a certified luxury home marketing specialist. So if you're thinking about getting that dream home, if you want to make sure it's as seamless a process as possible, that's why I send you to Matthew H. Mashler's signature real estate finder. Maybe you're ready to take your real estate career to the next level. You can join the signature team. Signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders, number one in Boca Raton. All right. So whether you're looking to buy your dream home, you're looking to sell your property, or you're just looking to join the best in the business, you contact Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334, or go to realestatefinder.com. Again, sell your dream home, buy your dream, well, sell your home, buy your dream home, or looking to join the best in the business. Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334, realestatefinder.com. Matthew H. Mashler, your pathway to exceptional real estate experience. And of course, uh, Joey, it's it, it's Sunday morning. Like, we got a lot going on here. Every sport, all the major live sports are going on. The last of the of our major sports Got going this week with the NBA, and Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. Oh, you got the MLB postseason, World Series, 
NFL, college football, NHL, it's all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. You can get everything NBA right at your fingertips with the desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to the Bet Online website today to get in on the action. Don't forget, use promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right. We've gotten through all the super important stuff. Now we're going to get to some more of the fun stuff here, Joey. And that's getting everyone caught up in what's going on in the world of pro wrestling. Let's start out with last night. I I, I didn't watch it live. There was too much going on last night. I, I had the Panther game. I had the Heat game. I was really tired by the end of those. I I, I had to, I, I went out to dinner. My son's birthday it was a whole big thing. All right. So by the time we got home, I was super tired after I finished the sporting events. I'm like, all right, I want to give Collision my full attention. This is the first time in months that I was like, all right, Collision's appointment watching. I got to make sure I watch Collision. I watched this morning, all right? I watched the World Championship match, Kenny Omega trying to defend his streak, his his number of days, which I, I like that they did that. I like that they added a little wrinkle there to MJF's title reign was there ever a moment in the match that you thought Kenny Omega was going to win? No, <clears throat> excuse me. To me, that's the only unfortunate thing about this match is that it's such an incredible, I mean, the match itself, I mean, I think I saw Sean Ross Sapp saying arguably the best TV match like in history, just like free history. TV match, like up there. Maybe he meant AEW history. Maybe I read it wrong, but like people were, talking about how this is undoubtedly one of the greatest matches in AEW TV history. Um, but um, but the problem is, is like, and we're going to talk about MJF's, all, all of his, you know, look, they're setting MJF F up the way they should as a champion. He is just massive at this point. He already has a title shot, a title uh, match at, at full gear in a, in a few weeks. There was no way Kenny Omega. There was no way in hell Kenny Omega was winning this match. How about the, just what you were saying that? That's the, how that's the only issue how, I had with it. Well, how about showing how huge MJF is right now that you just said there was no way Kenny Omega was winning that match? Well, and that that that's mainly because this was like this was a passing of the torch. Like they did, they they stayed out there afterwards. They both talked. On, they both cut promos after the show. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. I haven't watched them yet. But apparently, you know, MJF was complimentary to him and Brian Danielson and some other people. Like this was very much a passing of the torch moment. Not that he needed it. He's already the top guy in the company. Well, was it a passing of the torch moment, or was it more of this guy is in my league moment? Isn't that? It's similar. It's a similar idea, isn't it? Like a like. When you pass the torch to someone, you're saying like you're in you're you're in my league now. But I usually think passing of the torch is you're you're the best now. You're the top guy. Oh, he is. He is officially no questions asked the top guy in the maybe in the history of the company already at this point. I mean, he's the longest he's the longest reigning AEW champion now, officially. Well, in a day, I guess. And then he's got he's also. The tag think he'll champion get to that day in Ring of Honor. Yes, he will get to that day. And then look, I think the testament to MJF right now, to be honest, and I don't know. I mean, I guess 
beyond the match, which was an incredible, it was an incredible match. It was a really good match. I was thinking about MJF after I watched that match. And I don't know. I know the the 2024 thing for him, like the contract. I'm I'm assuming there's some reality to that where his contract probably is up. I don't know how much reality there is in the possibility of him ever of him leaving AEW, especially in the way he's positioned right now. But I'm gonna tell you what right now. To me, I never realized it until like literally this morning when I was thinking about it. All these guys that are in this company, Cody coming and going, the Bucks, all these people. They could all go. If this company were to lose MJF, I think they crumble. He's the one guy of all of these guys who came into the company as a relatively unknown, basically an unknown. I mean, if you watched, yeah. if you're a hardcore indie, if you watched MLW, you knew him, but we didn't know who MJF was. And look at him 27 years old, yep. four years. He came in at 23, and now he is arguably the second biggest star in professional wrestling right now. Third, fourth behind, like, you know, Roman and Cody and those guys. He's the only real homegrown AEW, like, superstar. The rest of these guys were stars before they got there. They And and, they, and it's a testament to what they've done with him and, and him as a talent. But, man, he's carrying this company on his back in a way that guy, we haven't seen in a long time. There are two reasons why uh, there was not a single moment in the match that I thought Kenny Omega was going to win. The first one you may think is kind of stupid, but th this this stuff's important to me. If Kenny Omega is going to win the championship, he's going to win the title, and you don't have a belt to give him? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Because right. Jay White has the belt. Kenny Omega can't win the championship for the second time and defend his reign, and they don't have a belt to give him. That's crazy to me, all right? So that was number one. He was never winning. Because then you don't have the moment. You don't have the, the promo shots. You don't have anything, you know? That mm -hmm. was number one. Number two for me was MJF is getting it from all angles. All right? There, there are so many different stories right now. And those all get thrown to the wayside if he's no longer the champion. And and that's exactly. fine. Like, that, that, that just, it's part of the show. That is what it is. But... That also lets you know, yeah, there was no way MJF is losing because then what's the point in all the other extracurricular stuff? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and that's because, like, like, yeah, I said, you know, I was talking fine. about how he has, right, and he has, but he, they have full, full gears already set. It's MJF mm -hmm. and Jay White. And yeah, you could do Kenny Omega versus Jay White. Um, I don't think people would be as excited about that, although it would be awesome because I think maybe it's only been done in J New Japan um, I don't really remember, but um, yeah, I mean, you, you had to do it this way. What I do think is interesting with the with him fighting Kenny and them shaking hands, Kenny putting him over after the match is on Dynamite. MJF has a, a like a, a four on four tag match against Bullet Club Gold, but doesn't have any tag partners yet. And I think. My assumption was it would either be the kingdom with Roddy or um, the acclaimed with Daddy Ass. Well, but he already turned them down, and he said never, right. never going to happen. What if it's what if it's the elite? Oh, I think it is the elite. You think yeah. so? Yeah, I think it is the elite. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't really. 
I actually just I didn't even put that together until just like yeah no I thought about that after the show on Wednesday where I thought he was going to accept the acclaimed he made it very clear he is never going to accept the acclaimed and then when Kenny Omega came out it was like oh they respect each other all right MGF's going to win he's got Kenny Omega's respect so the elite they're they're going to help him in in this four on four time it, it's definitely the elite yeah I huh. think so. But will it be so? The question. So then the other, then the follow up to that is: Will it be Kenny, right? I don't and know. And the Bucks, or will it be the Hung Bucks, who are the right. R, who are also they're the ROH trios champions? My right? guess is it's Kenny and the Bucks, but okay. but I don't know. Right. Well, because Kenny also and Kenny has his stuff going on with Don Callis and all that. But yeah. um, yeah, it, I, it's the elite. But they do, they've done, and I think this must be. This MJF stuff, the the fact that he has all these people coming after him and all this has to be a product of Adam Cole getting hurt, right? Yeah, like they didn't have one story for him to replace all the stuff with Adam Cole, so like let's just throw everyone at him. Yeah, look over here so you don't notice what's going on over here, which is Adam Cole being hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got the Samoa Joe thing, which I think is actually really fun. Um, I don't know that Samoa Joe needs another title shot, but I guess he's going to get one eventually. Um, you got Wardlow. You obviously have Jay White. Mm-hmm. But then he also has agreed to an ROH tag title shot at full gear against the guns, but he doesn't have a partner for that either. And you also have the storyline going with the acclaimed. And the kingdom. You know, like, yeah, he's he's getting it from all angles. It's and cool. and the And the Mogul Embassy. Because those guys have now said that they're coming after the Ring of Honor tag titles. Do you like uh, Do you like home invasion angles? Not this one. Not this one. <laughs> Not this one. This one was uncomfortable and weird, and and I don't get it. It's one thing to go to Nick Wayne's wrestling school and like basically murder him. He is an adult, and he is in the company. So whatever. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to imply that you home invaded Adam Page and you're at, in his son's crib. That's right. That is fucking weird, man. That's right. I don't like that story. I don't like it at all. <laughs> uh, it, it, seemed, it's weird. it seemed too like when Rollins did it with Edge, mm-hmm. it wasn't as creepy. There's something about and maybe that's just that Swerve is that good of an actor that he made it that creepy. And also you have Prince Nana. Oh, just... Prince Nana, who didn't like it anymore. They were getting out of here. I'm like, this. yeah, well, I mean, the, the kid thing is just, I, I know, look, we're in the rated R era, right? This is the rated R era That's for right. AEW, even though That's Adam right. Copeland now, I guess, just isn't on TV every week because this week all he did was a backstage interview on Dynamite and wasn't on Collision. And he's but, a dork. Um, Somehow he doesn't know that Christian's a terrible person. A yeah. dork. Um, so we're but we're in the rated R era. So I guess home invasions where you threaten a another wrestler's infant child is is on the table. But that was that was a tough watch for me. That was tough. Uh I so I finally this week I finally fully grasped the dynamite diamond ring concept. I guess for some reason, I I just, I was never able to put it together. I never understood, like, what is it here? So correct me if I'm wrong. So every year they have the dynamite, you know, diamond ring battle royal, right? And so the winner, where this year it was Juice Robinson. So the winner then challenges the owner of the dynamite diamond ring, which is always MJF. 
Right. So that's that's the and and so MJF defended it again. So then next year, there will be another Dynamite Diamond right. Ring ch- uh, Battle Royal Champion who will challenge for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. So so that that's how it goes. I finally understand how this scenario works. Yeah, I okay. no, I didn't even yeah, and and so who has a longer streak right now? Is it Roman or MJF? I mean, MJF has it for like five years now, right? Four years. I think four. I think since four the company years. started. Yeah. 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 So, so MJF. Streak. When did when did so Roman? When did Roman officially? Roman's been. He's like. It, I mean, it's over a thousand days, but I don't remember exactly. It was like it was what? sometime in 2019, I think. So they're both pretty close to each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the dynamite diamond ring. I mean, it's funny, and it's funny that I that he. I'm not sure that he always has it, but the implication is that he's always has it on him so he could cheat with it. Yeah, I like it. It's look, everything he does, I'm telling you, this guy, he is everywhere. He's on every show, he's in every storyline. And as great, I, I'm telling you, he is quickly, this run of his as champion is quickly rivaling Romans. And I know it's not in the length, but like what Roman did over the last few years in terms of being relevant and just the stories and and how good it was, Mm -hmm. was incredible. But he also had the whole bloodline with him. Like MJF's just doing this on his own right now. It's, it's unbelievable. I don't remember ever. I don't ever remember a time where the champion had so much going on and was so active at all times. I don't know. I mean, how about Kenny Omega super popular man. And just that crowd was really on MJF's side, dude, especially in the intro. Uh, once again, though, I got beef with the officiating. I fucking hate it, man. You know, there was uh, right before the right before MJF won, right before he hit Panama Sunrise, and then he did the pile driver move, which is a really good looking move. Right before that, I mean, Kenny Omega got a three count, <laughs> you know, and yeah. and you know the crowd boos. They're holding up. They're like, I hate that shit, man. It, it never happens in WWE. It never, ever, ever happens. And it, that, that was a three count. Yeah. But it wasn't. And nope. I just, I hate it. I hate that they all, every week that happens. And it's in such a high profile match too. Which is I, I, I hate the officiating in AEW, man. I think it's so, I think it's so below the level that it should be. Yeah. And you couple that with JR, who is. I mean, it's it's fucking embarrassing for the product. He should not be on a microphone. He's so unbelievably bad now. It's it's hard to listen to him. He he clearly does not watch AEW when he's not calling <laughs> matches. Because I mean, like, dude, you're telling me MJ the the arguably the most over move in in the last three months of professional wrestling is the kangaroo kick. Yeah, and he's getting ready to do the kangaroo kick, and Jr's like. Oh, I don't know if he should do. I don't know, man. This is not good for him. He shouldn't be taking all this time. And Shivani's like, "Well, it's the kangaroo kick." Like, uh, like, I didn't like Jr. That. Come on, man. Like you, you. He's and then he said, <laughs> he uh, he just had comments throughout the whole match, and he always it's always this way. He doesn't. There's no shot. Jr. watches AEW or or knows what's going on in AEW. You could just tell when he's. I mean, he can't he, pop it on on the plane ride to you know, like last night they were at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Like he can't pop on the week's episode of dynamite and catch himself up. Well, here's the thing. If he is watching it, then he's old and he's forgetting because he just, he's not caught up with what's going on. And it's the other guys are like, 
part of what was great about Collision when it started was Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness. Now, apparently, yeah, where was Kevin? Ke- where's Kevin Kelly? So, well, apparently, Tony Schiavone requested one last chance to be a commentator to Tony Khan. So now he's part of that crew. So it's Tony Schiavone, Kevin Kelly. You mean, and one, last chance, you mean one last chance to be play by play? Play by play, yeah, 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 because he's on uh, Dynamite every week. Okay. Um, no, he's is he Shivani? Of course he is. Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah, just don't Excalibur, Shivani, and Taz. I, I tune them all out. Um, but now he's on the 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 announced team. Yeah, he's definitely Kevin the play by play. Yeah, Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness. But I guess because Jr. came out, Kevin Kelly came off. Yeah, I mean, and because Jr. certainly cannot do play by play anymore. Yeah, but the, but it's it's just bad. It's bad. Yeah. Like the, I under, they they're trying. There's this. Again, outside of MJF and a few things here and there, it's it does very much seem like Tony Khan thinks the more old guys I throw at you, the more I might get at random people. Oh, JR's on the show. Maybe I'll get a rating. Or this guy's on the show. Maybe I'll get a rating. And it's it, it hurts the product. It makes it so bad. It's hard I to should, listen to. I should make note, by the way, December 27th, it's a Wednesday night. AW's coming to Orlando. AW Dynamite live, and then they're taping Rampage. So Wednesday night, the twenty seventh. I think I'm like a game time decision. You know, it's it's Christmas break, so I could right. potentially go. Like I, I could take my son. I think I'm a game time decision, but I'm I'm interested. I'm interested in going, especially because it's in Orlando. Orlando. I mean, Orlando's a great WWE crowd, but I would imagine you'll get a really good AW crowd there too. Uh, I think it's at the UCF Arena. It can't can't possibly be at Amway Center. I doubt that. But I I think I'm interested in going. That's I think tickets go on sale maybe next week. So for folks who are right. into that, anyway. Uh, the other big story though, Joey, tell everybody Wednesday night, Tony Khan's got a surprise for Sting. What were you guessing the surprise was going to be? Tell everybody. I don't know if I was guessing. But I was saying, w- w- would it be out of the realm of possibility for him to buy TNA for Sting? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I bought you a wrestling promotion. Here, it's yours. All right, what do I do with it? <laughs> Tony Khan wastes all. I, I'm. I, I bet you, he's paying almost as much for Ric Flair to be on this run as it would cost to buy TNA. I love Flair. Flair will do anything for money, and I'm sure. I'm sure he's getting paid a a very pretty penny. Yeah. Yeah, to be pl- between so between what it costs to pay Sting and Ric Flair, you could probably buy TNA. Well, what I did like about Ric Flair showing up, and I guess he's going to be a part of the run between now all yeah, the way to manager, Revolution. Yeah. yeah, he's he's going to be chilling. The part that I liked the most about it was, I'm pretty certain Sting had no idea. He looked genuinely so happy and surprised. And that, that, to me, made the moment. I really dug how happy Sting was yeah. to see that this was but, the surprise they gave him. But I, I, the, it, I actually thought the segment was fine. Um, and, of course, having Christian come out is incredible. I mean, that's just him just running down Ric Flair was awesome. But these 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 pro, like the way Tony Khan promotes shit, man, he's, he's be, he is turning into the – this was this whole thing was like we're the wrestling company where he is becoming the ultimate carny. He is becoming the ultimate carny. The way they promoted this thing was Tony Khan has a gift for Sting, and it's something that's never been done for a wrestler in the history of the business. 
you brought in your 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 friend is going to hang out with you that's the gift yeah that's why never been done when they promoted it as something never been done i was like oh maybe you bought tna yeah right maybe you bought tna and not necessarily forcing but maybe like here you go you go be like the 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 owner the on-camera owner of tna for a while i don't know i i thought that rick flair is fun it's whatever i was shocked it's even though we've seen him in other companies, obviously, like, I, I mean, he was in WCW, then he went to WWE, and then he was obviously did the run in TNA. It was still pretty shocking to see him in AEW. Yeah, it was shocking, but, like, do you think that it hurts his hurts his standing with WWE? Because I, I do not. I don't, I don't no, think No, I don't think WWE cares at all. I don't think they care. Does right now. I and think I think if WWE called him and wanted him on camera, he would leave AEW tomorrow. Forget about Sting's retirement. Ric Flair would be back tomorrow. No, he's going where the money is. That's for sure. Well, and, and his daughter. Yeah, I, I don't think it hurts his standing with WWE at all. No, really not don't. at all. I mean, I don't think they care. I, I think WWE probably looks at it like, man, he's getting taken advantage of. He shouldn't be on TV. He shouldn't be traveling the road for AEW. Like, he's yeah. 74 years old. He's been on the brink of death multiple times. And you know hospital. if AEW said, we'll give you another final match, he would take it. And that was everyone's fear. I think yep. a lot of people online were like, please don't let Ric Flair be the third member in this tag match. Uh, I could see it. Because they because they haven't announced who the third member is. I could see it. Which, oh, man. So that's... so Brian Danielson's hurt again. Yeah, I guess it's... He's well, always hurt. He's always yeah, hurt. The, the way... So Dynamite, it, it was so... So, yeah, he has a broken orbital, apparently. It's always and hurt. It's like a real broken orbital. And the way Dynamite ended was very strange. It was a very chaotic, like no one knew what was going on. Okada, it seemed like Okada thought it was a work, but it was real. And everyone's just staring at each other and they just went off the air randomly. So yeah, it it's was weird, man. Situation. Like, like, uh, you know, it's going to sound old school when I say this, but, you know, part of pro wrestling has been to make it look real. That's, that's, that's always been what it's been about is to make it look real without it actually being real. Make it look like you're hitting someone without actually hitting someone. And Brian Danielson is always hurt now and he's too physical. It's like I don't under it doesn't make you a great wrestler if you do all of the super physical stuff that wows everybody and as a result you can't wrestle anymore. And we were just talking about how this run, if it was his final run, has been like an all-timer. Like he's been having like arguably the best matches of his career over the last few months since he said like it might come to an end soon. And now he's out. Yeah. And now he's out. And it's the same thing. I always talk about this with Kenny Omega. And it happened again in the Kenny Omega MJF match where there's always a moment in the Kenny Omega and a Kenny Omega match where I'm like, God, everyone's dead. Yeah. Yeah, right. And right, it right. happened with that 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 whatever that move was that he the pile driver or power bomb thing that he did to MJF through the table. Yeah. I thought MJF was dead. That it looked scary for a moment because it looked like MJF, it looked like he didn't have the balance right. to do it, it, it properly. I hated it. I hate that stuff. It, it but for some reason, for but for some reason, Kenny Omega doesn't get hurt, but Brian Danielson does. I mean, Kenny Omega is obviously working hurt. Like he he's obviously always probably has some level of injury. But Brian Danielson's having like serious injuries. Yeah, it's not good coming out of these matches where you have a serious injury. Like that's 
It's not supposed to be the way the art form is, you know. That being it, said, it, though, this injury was a broken orbital, so probably someone did it to him, right? Yeah, I, or unless, I mean, was he doing something super high risk, which is not necessary, and then well, an accident happens, you know. I, the storyline is that now Claudio is going after Orange Cassidy and Okada because they don't know whether it was the Orange Punch or the Rainmaker that broke Brian Danielson's orbital. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, you got it. You got anything else on AEW from from this week? I think we hit on the big stuff for AEW. You got anything else there? I mean, I didn't put it in my notes. I didn't put it in my notes. But have we gotten to the point? Have we gotten to the point where we can say Tony Khan does not know how to book his women's division? Because it's bad, man. It's just bad. I, I, I'm having trouble with it week to week. What didn't you like this week? Uh, that they had a number one contenders match on Rampage and had Abaddon win to get a title shot just so that the freak weirdo could be in a Halloween match. I mean, when's which, the last time we saw Abaddon on television? Has to have been that, over a year. Probably Halloween her, last year. That was her collision. They, 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 sorry. That was their collision debut. No, but, but, but I'm saying on TV in general, it's probably I don't know, year, right? But that's my thing is like, again, supposed to be the real wrestling show, the real wrestling show. That match last night between Sheeta and Abaddon was a WWE match, 100%. House of Horrors match with eh. the zombie character who hasn't been on TV in two years, but suddenly right. he's getting a title shot. You want to do a Halloween match, just do a Halloween match. It doesn't have to be for a title. Does it have to be for a title? Like, what are we doing? And then, right. again, back to the announcers. Sheeta comes out in a dress, wrestled the match in a dress, and they did not reference why she was in a dress. I didn't even see it. She was wrestled in a full dress, which apparently is like a video game character, and she was dressed that way for a Halloween. But they didn't say that, so I was just like, why is your world champion wrestling in a dress? Like mm -hmm. a full-length dress, like down below the knees. It yeah. wasn't like a short dress. It was like a down all the way down to the knees with a slit. I was like, if I didn't know, like, we want to be the wrestling show where people take us seriously because we're real. We're, like, we're more like a sport. If if I didn't if I was trying to show wrestling to somebody, if I was just hanging out with someone, I was like, hey, wrestling's you'd, you'd pretty be embarrassed. Cool. You'd be embarrassed that that's wrestling's the wrestling's cool. Them. Look, let's turn it on. Let's turn it on. This yeah. is this 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 company has great wrestling. And I turn it on and they're like, there's a zombie fighting a woman in a dress. Who's the woman in the dress? Oh, that's the champion. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be embarrassed. It, it's yeah. just bad, man. But Tony, but Tony Storm's great. So whatever. Hopefully she just wins the title and you keep that going. Uh, let's move over to WWE. So, by the way, I do also want to mention, we all know that WWE Royal Rumble is going to be in St. Pete, January 27. And they also just announced, that's a Saturday night. And they also just announced that SmackDown the night before is here in Miami. Oh. So, Kaseya Center, Miami. Uh, I'm obviously going to Royal Rumble. I'm going with my son. So, we're, we're, uh, I gotta see what the situation is, but... We may just do both. May do SmackDown on Friday nights. It depends on what's going on. So you want to check that out. Uh, everybody knows I'm the Ticket Ninja. 
and tickets go on sale on Friday. That's the that's the regular on sale. I'm not sure if there's a pre-sale yet. You'd have to assume there is. But anyway, so that's happening next week. SmackDown, a couple nights ago, I thought LA Knight was at his best. You know, there've been a lo- there's been a lot of good LA Knight promo segments over the last few weeks involving him, the bloodline scene of the whole deal. I thought LA Knight was at his best with Roman there. I loved him coming out and interrupting Roman's 10-minute intro and just walking right past him. Love that. And then it's the little stuff, right? Then where he he sits at the head of the table. And Roman's pissed about that, obviously. And yeah, I, I loved the whole segment. I loved Roman getting angry at the end and trying to beat the shit out of LA Knight until, of course, you know, Jimmy comes in and helps him out. I thought the segment was an A+. Plus. I loved it. Yeah, and I, I thought, I you know, you, you, we always wonder how much of these promos and these segments are like actually discussed beforehand or how much of it is like just go out there and just do your thing. And you got to, there's, based on Roman's reaction, you got to wonder if LA Knight ran the suffering succotash thing by. Well, that's Roman. LA Knight's thing now, right? You mentioned that where he loves, you know, he he loves bringing up stuff from the past. Yeah, but that was. Not just the pat, not just bringing up stuff from the past. That was like to Roman Reigns' face, basically bringing up the low point of his career. Mm-hmm. Like, which whatever he turned it around now, he's arguably the greatest of all time. He'll be in the conversation. But I mean, I thought that was his reaction made it seem like maybe that one wasn't cleared. I love but it. That's but that's great. And you saw yeah. you saw Heyman sort of put his hand on him like, "Whoa, big fella. Whoa, <laughs> it's okay." Um, yeah, Roman Reigns. Or, look, I, I love that LA Knight is getting the, these moments because he's going to lose, um, which is fine. You know, mm-hmm. he a year ago he was Max Dupree, so it's pretty yep. impressive what he's done since then. Um, yeah, he's awesome. He's 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 great. He's incredible. Uh, do you believe that? Is there a chance that Cena beats Solo at Crown Jewel? So Cena does the whole promo. He's afraid he's going to lose the fans. You know, he doesn't win matches anymore very often. Uh, can't, is it, can they pull a, you know, can Cena pull a rabbit out of his hat and get a win over Solo? I don't know. I'm, I'm split. I, I'm uh, split too. I, I, I don't I'm know. I'm split here and I probably won't actually make a prediction until we do a preview show for this show, but. I think I'm, Cena I could win. I'm definitely split. I think Cena could win because. He's gonna. He's got to go back to acting soon. So are they just gonna have him come back, lose a bunch of matches, and then leave? Like, I mean, I guess. Well, he but could. also he's got to beat somebody. Like I said, he hasn't won a singles match in forever. Eventually, he's got to beat somebody in a singles right. match, and this would be a pretty huge one. And you know what? It's not like Solo would lose anything. That's what by I was losing say, to yeah. Cena. That's what I was gonna say. It's like Solo's not at a point in his career where he has to beat John Cena. He's still very early stages, so he yeah. can lose. I mean, he can lose to Cena. He could totally um, lose. I wouldn't think any less of him. I think you just talked me into it. I think. I, I think as of today, I'm going Cena. I'm. I'm. I'm still split, but I. I. I'm leaning towards Cena. I think Cena could win. Yeah, I think. He but could. I, I think I also like. You know, I, I also I think it plays into the solo and Jimmy. Just they they just keep disappointing the tribal chief, and he has to keep cleaning up messes like that. That's part of I think what's going on what's been going on with the bloodline since Jay walked out, basically. Could it eventually lead to Jay going back where it's like, you know, Roman's like, I need Jay. I don't know, man, but 
to be honest, I don't even know what they're doing with Jay. Like, I, I just, I don't get it. I, I, to as of right now, I think the winner of the Uso splitting up is Jimmy, because his character is awesome. Well, I his would tell you, I'll, I'll bet if, if WWE officials heard you say that, they'd be really happy with that. No, sure, but like, Jay got moved to Raw to be like a so a single star because he was well, also to split them up because they need probably because they need them to be away from each other till Mania, whatever. But like, there was talks like everyone's like. Is he going to beat Seth? Is he going to beat Gunther? What's he going to do? He's such a star. He's got the thing now with the bop, with the crowd. Like he's also, and now he's like losing singles matches on Raw after ha- holding the, the tag titles for yeah, a week. Yeah, he can't win every match. But meanwhile, you got Jimmy who is, I mean, he's not winning matches either, but at least he's hilarious and having great segments with Roman. This whole quarterback, audible, run the play, hundred reserve. It's, 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 it's all good stuff. We're uh, we're getting close to the Drew McIntyre turn, right? It's gonna be good. Can I tell you what I think is happening? Can I tell you what I think is mm-hmm. gonna happen? I think Drew's gonna beat Seth, and I think Priest is gonna cash in, and that's gonna be the last straw, and Drew becomes the psychopath. Yeah, but if, if yeah, but like if 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 Drew then loses it, wouldn't that set him up to still be a babyface? Yeah, but he's going to go crazy. He's going to snap. This is the last straw of him snapping. Hmm. I mean, it sounds good in theory that I just, Drew, maybe, that, maybe that, it's that not Drew, Drew finally gets the title back. And then, he again, he doesn't get to actually celebrate it like he didn't in the pandemic era. I, I do like that in theory. Yeah. Well, I, I just think, I do also just think, and maybe the Drew thing is much, I, I, I think this is it. I think this is it. I think Priest, I think he could beat think, Seth. No, no. I think Priest cashes it. I think this is the one. I've been saying Priest is going to cash it for like three straight premium live events. I, I'm not thinking it for this one. I yeah. don't feel it. And, and I've been saying I have no idea, and I and I don't think he should. Yeah, I don't feel it. And I still don't think he deserves to be champion, and I think it would be a little lackluster. I think this is the one. I think he, he beat Jay on Raw. He's going to lose to Cody. Is there any match. scenario where they put, and I hate when they do this. Is there any scenario where the briefcase gets put on the line against Cody? No, I don't think I so. hope not. I hope not. I don't think so. I think he just loses to Cody. Cody continues his build towards getting back to Roman. Well, remember, that's and... what they did with Seth when Seth had the greatest cash in ever. He lost earlier in the night. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like that. that still cashed in. Yeah. It, it throws you off the scent, right? Yep. Sure. They lose, and then you think it's over, and then boom. He it's throwing down. me off the scent because the last three months, I think Priest is going to cash in, and now I don't think he's going to cash in next weekend. Maybe. Okay, how about this? Rhea Ripley has been trying to make deals with everybody. I hate Rhea Ripley's character right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay, I, man. I, I Yeah, but it's okay, but, like, everyone loves her. I'm the only one who doesn't. I love her. Yeah, I love her. Everyone, I'm the only one who – and it's not that I don't like her. I like her. I know what kind of star she is. I just don't like this character. Backstage maneuver, Rhea Ripley doesn't do it for me. She's gonna win um, her five way. She's gonna win. I probably, but wouldn't be shocked if, like, I don't know, Nia Jax. I don't know, whatever. Um, because that would, I don't know, that would be weird. But what, but she's been trying to like help Seth and she's been trying to help, they've been trying to help Drew the Judgment Day. What if Judgment Day comes out to try to help Drew win the title? They cost him the title. And then Damien, and then Priest cashes in on Rollins. So not only do they cost yeah, him, but the does title, that but make Drew a babyface? Then 
I don't know. I don't know. Drew loses, beats the dog shit out of Seth. I think Drew can win the title from Seth. I think he can. I just think Priest is cashing in. I just have a feeling like this is the one. Like he has a singles match against Cody. What what are we doing? Like I know that there's like the history and the tag titles. Yeah, it's a short history, by the way. But there's history. But like, why is this match on Crown Jewel? Why, so why what? Are we, so what do we have so far for Crown Jewel? We have. I mean, the show's set. They're set. How matches. many matches? Seven matches. Okay, so what are they? Yeah. Do you have them in front of you? Yeah, Seth versus Drew. Okay. Rhea in the fa- five fatal five way, and that's with Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe, Zoe Stark. Yeah. All right. You think like Zoe that. has a chance? No. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, Roman versus LA Knight. All right, let's go match. Ray versus Logan Paul. Logan Paul's going to win the title. I think so, too. I think everyone thinks that, which maybe now it's like one of those. It's like with gambling when the public is so heavy, like and when it's like 95% public is on one thing, you, you probably just have to go the other mm, way. No, not here, though. Sometimes it feels the like right. It feels like maybe the public is so on Logan that maybe Ray just keeps it. Sometimes the public's right. The intercontinental title has been elevated. With Gunther. You cannot say the same thing with the U.S. title. Austin Theory couldn't do it. Rey Mysterio's obviously not doing it. Logan Paul parading around his YouTube with the U.S. title does it. He's going to win. Right. And and we, I mean, <clears throat> what was the last time? he Didn't he fight for a title recently where we were like, wouldn't it be? Oh, the, the world title, right? He fought Rollins? Didn't he fight recently where we were like, man, or was it Money in the Bank? We were like, oh. We think he might win Money in the Bank. Def- definitely would, Money in the Bank. Yeah. We yeah, because we thought he would win Money in the Bank because WWE would want him like parading it around on his socials and doing yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, definitely Money in the Bank. Well, it makes sense for the U.S. title, but I mean, and then at SummerSlam he fought Ricochet. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Logan Paul's going to win. Also, it just feels He's right, but everyone thinks that, so I'm thinking I don't know. And what um, else we have? Cody, Damian Priest. Okay, yeah, Cody's going to win. Uh, Cena solo All right. and EO versus Bianca. Oh, I'm not even sure that I knew that. Okay, yeah, Bianca came back and got a, her rematch. So, okay, yes, she went on vacation and came back and decided she wanted a title shot. So, she got it. I mean, we'll do a preview show probably uh, Thursday or yep. Friday this week because it's a Saturday afternoon, uh, Eastern time. Uh, we're huge on the West Coast, so that's why I mentioned the Eastern time, right? Uh, right. We'll, we'll do a we'll do a preview show, but okay, so those are all the matches. That's what we got. Yeah, I'm looking at something right now. When was when was the last time Gunther was on a pay-per-view? It's been a long time. I read recently it's been at least three premium live events since he's been on the card. Yeah, he has not been defending at a premium live events. He 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 beat Drew at SummerSlam. Yeah, so that's August, September, October. So this will be Yeah, it was payback, fast lane, three. and now this. Yep, there you go. Three straight. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. crazy? Yeah, but it's not like he hasn't been in action. Like he's been defending it on Raw and shit, and, and it's been awesome. So whatever. Yeah, no, he's great. He's he's awesome. I mean, but that's why it's also weird to me. It's weird. Like I don't know. I guess they want him as the Raw attraction. But can I also add also something uh, from SmackDown this week? Kevin Owens' interaction with Austin Theory and Grayson Waller was awesome. Yeah, K was great. And and the the, I mean just. Him yelling to Jamie Noble that he could definitely punch the two of them at the same time. And then he does. Like, it was 
it was really good, really fun. I I can go for more to that, man. Yep, that have was you seen, really good. Have you seen Grayson Waller trolling uh, Taylor Swift fans? Um, no, it was either on Instagram or TikTok. It's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, good. okay. I guess they went. You know, Taylor Swift fans are crazy, so. He must have said something, and then they went after him, and then he went on and did like a fake apology. It's pretty good. Uh, you got some big dirt, not big dirt for this week. What do we got, man? Let's do it. Uh, yeah. So, speaking of pay per views, PLEs, whatever, it's, it sounds like Roman is not scheduled for Survivor Series, and right. they're, they're reportedly he is not expected to wrestle again after Crown Jewel until Royal Rumble. Right. Uh, yeah, it's big dirt, obviously. I mean, if you're not going to see Roman Reigns wrestle a match for another few months after next weekend, it's obviously big dirt. I'm going to Royal Rumble, though, so I'm good with it. Like, from a from a, a selfish standpoint, it feels like, all right, it's going to be a really huge deal when he wrestles again, and I'm going to be there. So, yeah, like, I'm good with it. It's big dirt. Isn't it weird, though? He was gone for so long, and now he's yeah. just going to take another – well, not take off. He'll be on shows, I'm guessing, but – yeah. Um, and I guess that also means we're definitely not getting any type of bloodline thing at Survivor Series. Like, well, I mean, if they do war games, yeah, I, I think war games winds up being Judgment Day versus like Cody and Jimmy and his crew. You know, I don't I don't yeah, think don't, bloodlines involved think, in war games. But don't yeah, but don't we think there it's going to be Raw versus SmackDown? I think there will be. Yeah, Pierce? definitely Pierce versus Aldis. Yes, definitely. Right. Got it. Yeah. Also speaking of PLEs, WWE announced next August Bash in Berlin. And there's also apparently discussion on doing a premium live event in Paris next year. I like it. I think it's big dirt. I like when they do these international shows because the crowds are awesome, man. Incredible. And if I'm and if I'm watching at home, the crowd adds so much to you know the atmosphere and the enjoyment of watching the show. So if, if I'm not going to be there, do, do, do it international crowds. I, I wish they would do fast lane or back, backlash. I, I think backlash should permanently be in Puerto Rico. You know, I, I'm good with them doing international shows. They're fun as hell to watch, man. Big dirt. Did I mention last week on the show that I went back and watched uh, Bad Bunny's entrance like 10 times? Like, la- I like go last back. I, I rewatch it every couple of weeks, man. It's I, I, I think I'm sure like in December sometime we'll do like our top moments of the year. And I know there's been some, there's been some great stuff, but I don't know how I could and like how there could be better. I mean, I know there's like the Sammy stuff. It was a the WrestleMania J- crowd. It was amazing. But just hit his music. The song was a yeah. banger and they all sing. It was such, it was like one of the best entrances ever. It was so Incredible. good. It was so yeah. good. Um, Some free agent news. Heath is officially now, a free agent. He's got He's, kids, man. He he let famously let go from WWE in 2020. He's been in T- Impact now TNA. Do you remember since, his last match with WWE? I don't. What he was fought it? Drew in the Performance Center for the title. <laughs> oh, really? Yep. <laughs> That's funny. Yep. I don't even remember that. Yep. Um. Yeah, Heath Slater, hottest free agent on the market. Big dirt, not big dirt. I'm going not big dirt. I mean, I, I love Heath Slater's I got kids gimmick, but no, it's, it's not big dirt. I mean, we could have all three members of 3MB back in WWE in some capacity. That's right. Who was it who said to Drew McIntyre recently, you've been in a band before? 
who was that? That's true. Someone uh, said was... it recently. I don't remember who that. Um, Ronda Rousey is doing indies. Yeah. So she was at. She showed up at some lucha indie show. She tagged with Marina Shafir. And now has announced that her next indie show is for Wrestling Revolver on November 16th. Ronda Rousey's on the indies. I'm going not Big Dirt. I feel like the indie crowd, I mean, will not take kindly to her. So I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really watch her appearance, so I don't know what the reaction was. I didn't either. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I don't think Marina Shafir is any good. But I'm, I'm going not Big Dirt. I haven't seen enough of her. I don't know that she's necessarily bad. I think she's just probably similar to her husband, a little bit bland. Um, and it's, I always think back to that promo with AEW. Oh my God. What, what was, what was she called again? Was she the answer? Was that her? Something like was that know. her gimmick. Oof. It was bad. Her, I mean, bad. could you, could, could there be a more perfect personality wise couple than Marina Shafir and Roderick strong? Yeah. But uh, I think we like what Roderick strong is doing. Well, right currently now. this current, for the first time ever, he's entertaining. Adam! Um, I mean, personality-wise, he's always been a great wrestler. Who was it he was yelling to uh, the other day that was in the ring? Max. Was it MJF? Yeah, was it Roddy, I'm Ro- Roddy, I'm right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. He's... Yeah, it's a good... No, it's a good gimmick. It's a good... It and is. it's good yep. that he wrestles with... He'll sometimes wrestle with the neck brace and stuff. It's all very good. Oh, doesn't he usually take it off, but then he puts it right back on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Um, all right, last one. So Dana White did an interview. I get, I think it was with SI, and they asked him about his relationship with Vince, with Vince McMahon, and uh, he said, "My history with Vince isn't a good one. He tried to fuck me so many times for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> other than just to fuck me. But that's in the past. Now Vince and I are Vince and I are allies. No one's been a better partner than Vince, and apparently." Vince is higher up than Dana on this TKO org chart. And yep. Vince has like decision-making power within UFC now, which is, I mean, wild to me, but mm-hmm. big dirt, not big dirt. Vince pulling the strings in UCF or UFC now too. I'm going, I'm going not big dirt. You know, they were essentially rivals in business and now they work together in business. And I think, Dana White clearly understands that. So there's there's no, you know, ill will or anything like that. And there's definitely not going to be any ill will on Vince's part because Vince has always been about not letting personal feelings get in the way of business. So, yeah, I'm going not big there. Did you, did you see Vince at the Tyson Fury Francis and God? I saw he's got a cane. Well, he had some major surgery, back surgery recently, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. A while. Yeah. yeah a while ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he's got a cane. And he was there with Undertaker. Yeah, so I read, I saw someone That's tweet a crew, it. man. Someone tweeted it, and I thought it said that he was there with Undertaker and Kane, which I was like, well, Kane is there? Yeah, that'd be amazing. And then, but it was meant that he had a Kane. But did you see what uh, they said? Right. <laughs> they were saying that he, they, they, they said, they were saying he was with Undertaker and he, and he was holding a Kane. Um, he was front row sitting next to Mike Tyson and Eminem. It's awesome. But yeah, that. Vince McMahon's not sitting anywhere but front row, of course. But I didn't see Taker, so I can't. So they they, they put Taker somewhere else. Maybe Undertaker was sitting somewhere else with his wife. It's possible. Uh, maybe that that I don't know if you caught any of that event yesterday. I did not. I, I know we're so since it's the end of the show, we're a wrestling show. But Saudi Arabia is. I mean, get ready. Ten years from now, every sport's going to be in Saudi Arabia. 
I mean, that was crazy. It was it. They, it was first of all, every celebrity on the planet. Yeah, it was like the most star-studded boxing event it's, ever. Right? I mean, it was it was nuts. It was yeah. wild. It's pretty cool. And they they built two arenas for it, one for the undercard and one just for the main event. So do you have to buy separate tickets? No, I think you just walk from one to the other because between the undercard and the main event, they did a whole opening ceremony with like a 20-minute concert. Seems like a pain in the ass to me. It was a lot. <laughs> I mean, the ring, I mean, the whole thing was, I mean, the the main card, which I think had four boxing matches plus the main event, started at 2 p.m. Yeah. And the main event didn't actually start to like 6.30 or something, or 6 o'clock. I, I, wish, that, I, I wish that was every, every fighting well, uh, schedule 6 well, 30 p.m. walkout for the main event. Love well, it. I'll tell you what, man, the money that Saudi Arabia is throwing around for boxing events, you might get your wish because I don't see a scenario where like major boxing events aren't over there. It was crazy. Now, after what happened in the fight, boxing is in a little bit of turmoil because well, that's Francis why I don't pay Ga- for boxing, man. Well, Francis and Ghana won that fight. I think right. a lot of people think won that fight, but Tyson right. Fury got the decision, right? So it was, it was wild. It was, was a it wild for the title. No, 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 no. But it was wow. a pro fight. Origi- so originally when they signed the fight, it was just going to be like an exhibition. And then it was like, okay, well, no, we'll we'll do like no knockdown. No. And then it was like, okay, we'll sanction it, but it won't be a full fight. And then it was a 10-round fight. And then it was announced right before, like the day before, that it would be on their pro records. So that would have been the first loss in Tyson Fury's career. Wow. In Francis Ngannou's first ever boxing match, amateur or pro. Yeah, it's impressive. And he, and he knocked him down. Yeah, it was it was That's wild. Impressive. I mean, it was a wild. I watched the whole fight. I thought I mean I don't know enough about boxing to score it, but it felt like Ngannou won the fight. I mean, it just it, it was it was crazy. That's what I and, read. Yeah, and Alexander Usyk, Alexander Usyk was in the front row. Who's that? That's the other world heavyweight champion. Oh, okay. Fury. The rumor was that they already have their their fight set for December twenty third. Well, maybe that's why. Fury has to win the match. <laughs> you should. I mean, they, they, there's a, there's a, tw- there's a video on Twitter out there of Usyk when Fury got knocked down and he looks very nervous. Yeah. Like, he could see the money flying out the window. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. All right, man. Excellent job. So, so like I said, we, uh, we'll do a crown jewel preview show either Thursday or Friday. Got to see what, what the week entails for me. I can't tell the future. But we'll do it either Thursday or Friday, and and then we'll do uh, probably a recap show on on Sunday next week. Uh, yeah. Hey, for everybody who's who's watching us right now, or you're you're listening to this at some point shortly after we end the live stream, I'm hosting ESPN Radio NFL Game Day at one o'clock today, so you could tune into that. That would be fun. I would appreciate that. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all the good stuff. That's uh, good for the algorithm, and then we get all the monies. Uh, of course, our sponsors here, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, who are the title sponsor of everything, Zaslow Show 2.0. Matthew H. Mashler, Signature Real Estate Finder. And today's show also brought to you in part by Bet Online. Joey, tell all your fans you'll talk to them in a few days. Go ahead. Talk to you guys later in the week for a little preview. Thanks, guys. We love pro wrestling. We'll talk to you in a few days. See ya.